Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio. I'm your host, Zach Knopfling. Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio, where we help everyday people like yourself to become fitter, stronger, faster, well-rounded, and fulfilled athletes. Through the lessons, failures, and success we have achieved over the past 10 years on our journey as CrossFit Games athletes and now coaches. Today, I'm going to take you through what might be one of the most powerful exercises that you ever do to actually help you achieve your goals, to achieve anything you want in life, whether it be fitness-related or um, relationship, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. And so what I'm talking about today is understanding your true motivation for the pursuit of whatever you're doing. Now, a little bit of kind of background or context. When you are trying to achieve a goal, it's something that you probably haven't done before. And so, therefore, you have to stretch yourself. You have to acquire new skills, do things that you haven't done before. And so, you're stepping outside of your comfort zone. You're stretching. Now, along that journey, along that pursuit of being better or trying to achieve new things, it's essentially made up of a series of decisions, a decision to do the thing that's going to move you towards your goal, which is generally not typically super easy, or to do the comfortable thing that you've been doing the rest of your life, which is usually the easier option. And so to put that in perspective, doing the easy thing would be staying up late watching Netflix, watching another episode after episode and not going to bed on time so that you can get lots of sleep. That's pretty easy, just staying up and doing that, no stress. Scrolling on your phone for an hour before bed, pretty easy, all right? No self-control required there. Eating whatever you feel like, just grabbing takeaways on the way home from work, easy. Um, Getting to the gym, sitting there, watching the class before, not doing any kind of accessory work or additional mobility or working on whatever you might need to be doing in order to get better, easy. Whereas the more difficult thing is actually turning Netflix off when you've got an episode of something that you would love to watch. Uh, doing your food prep. It's getting to the gym and doing mobility work of 10 minutes early. These are all things that require a little bit of hard work, a little bit of discipline, and a little bit of uh, stretching, moving yourself away from what you have been doing in the past. And because of that, it requires you to make a decision. Do you do the easy thing or the hard thing? And the question that's going to happen is, why should you do the hard thing? Why should you stretch yourself and move yourself out of your comfort zone? And unless you have a reason why you're going to do the harder thing, why you're going to stretch yourself and move yourself out of the comfort zone, it's going to be very easy for you to just flag it and not do the thing that's going to move you towards your goal. And so what you're going to be doing, what I want you guys to do is to start to actually understand why you're putting yourself through the struggle of a CrossFit class or why you're putting yourself through the pain of having to organize meals or go to bed early and make all these sacrifices essentially in your life. Because until you know that, until you have a strong enough reason why, your chances of success are going to be a lot lower. 
doesn't mean you can't succeed if you don't know your why. It just means that your chances of success are going to be a little bit lower because I know that everybody that I've seen that's had high levels of success have had a very strong reason as to why they're making that sacrifice and that's been kept in the forefront of their mind. And so a little exercise I'm going to take you through today, and I might have spoken about it in the past, is an exercise that we call the five whys. And if you've never done this exercise, you're going to probably find it quite challenging, maybe a little bit confronting, and it might bring up a little bit of, uh, let's call it emotional baggage for lack of a better term, stuff that you uh, have gone through in the past that uh, has caused you to be the way that you are today, to act the way that you are today, or even to believe the, the stories that it's led you to believe. And so the five whys exercise helps you get to the root of your motivation. And essentially, it's relatively simple. You start off by stating what you want to achieve. So whether that be, I want to be fit and healthy. I want to be an RX athlete. I want abs. I want to run a marathon. I want to go to the CrossFit Games. State whatever it is that you want to achieve with whatever goal it is. And as I said at the start, like I'm primarily talking about health, fitness, performance. You guys can use this literally anywhere in your life. And so once you've stated, then your question that you're going to ask yourself is, why do you want to achieve that? It's pretty simple. Now, this first why, when you ask yourself that, um, it's probably going to be what we call quite surface level. It's probably not truly what you want. And I'll give you some examples soon. And then you're going to go, why is that important to you? And you'll get a little bit deeper at this point. And then you're going to ask yourself again, why is that important to you? And now we're starting to get a little bit deeper. Now, if this is the first time that you've done this exercise, you might get a relatively deep answer at that point. Um, and that can be enough to kind of move you, uh, keep you motivated, to keep you on track on the pursuit of a big goal for yourself or in the pursuit of a vision for yourself. But you can take it another step and you can ask yourself again, but why is that important? And then finally, you can ask it a fifth time. And why is that important to you? Now, this might sound like a like a child asking their parents something when they're like, why, why, why? But the re- what it is doing is it's helping you get to the root of your motivation about why you want to achieve something. And so let's look at it in the um, with an example of a completely imaginary person that we've made up called Sarah. And... Let's use the goal that Sarah wants to become an RX CrossFit athlete. And so, first of all, first why. Why does Sarah want to become an RX CrossFit athlete? Because she wants to compete at a high level in CrossFit. Why does Sarah want to compete in a high level of CrossFit? Because she wants to prove to herself that she can push herself to the limit and achieve something great. Why is that to Sarah? Why is that important to Sarah to prove to herself? Because she's struggled with self-doubt in the past and she wants to build confidence in herself. Why does Sarah struggle with self-doubt? Because she has often felt inadequate compared to others and wants to prove to herself that she is capable of greatness. Why does Sarah feel inadequate compared to others? 
because she has always been a perfectionist and feels like she needs to have constantly achieved more to be worthy. So Sarah's true motivation for becoming a RX CrossFit athlete is to build confidence in herself and to prove to herself that she's capable of greatness due to her struggles with self-doubt and feeling inadequate compared to others. And so when you do this with yourself, as I said, it can be quite confronting. It's probably going to bring up some stuff from maybe when you were younger, maybe some uh, things that have been kind of drilled into you, potentially from your parents un- unknowingly. Your parents, I'm sure, never did a lot of the, uh, said a lot of the things that they might have said uh, knowingly that they were causing uh, some sort of complexes there. Um, or even other school kids or in, in other sports teams or maybe um, you had a coach growing up uh, when you were playing sport who wasn't particularly emotionally intelligent and uh, said some things that have stuck with you um, and led you to kind of think the way that you think about yourself and your abilities throughout the past. But what you can see from that kind of exercise that I just took you through is that the initial why which is that she wants to compete in a high level, that's not particularly going to be super motivating when, let's say you're three, four, five months down the track and it's cold and dark on a Wednesday or Thursday night and you know you should go to the gym and get your training session in, but cuddling up on the couch and watching Netflix looks like a much more comfortable option. Wanting to compete in a high level of CrossFit might not be powerful enough to actually get your ass up to get yourself to the gym. But if you know what your why is and that you want to prove to yourself that you are capable and you say to you that to yourself when you're in that moment, that is going to be what gets you to do the thing that you need to do in order to achieve the great things that you may want to achieve for yourself. And so that leads me to the next point. And so it's all well and good knowing what your why is, but how do you use it on a regular basis? And so, or how do you reference it? How do you keep it in the forefront of your mind? And there's there's a few tactics that we can uh, use that we've used uh, multiple times with people. And um, some of you may have uh, worked with us and used these before. Um, others might be the first time that I'm introducing you to them. And the first one is turning your why into some sort of mantra or statement that you can reference on a regular basis. Now, this mantra statement, uh, it's just something that you get to reference when you need it and when you're in that moment of decision. Do I do option A, the easy thing, or option B, the thing that's going to move me towards my goal? That's when you'll look to reference your mantra. And so, for example, um, in Sarah's case, it could be um, that she, something simple like, I'm proving to myself that I'm capable of greatness. Um, I'm going to prove to myself that I'm capable of greatness. Something along those lines, like just a statement that's uh, uh, there to help you remember what you're trying to achieve. Now, this statement, it needs to be something that is kind of used on a regular basis, almost a daily basis. And a super powerful exercise is actually getting pen to paper. So like if you still use like a written diary, writing it just in the top of your diary in small writing, small enough so only you know what it is, or if you want it, make it as loud and proud as you want, but it's not something that you have to show people. This is purely for you. And that's writing that why down. Something along the lines of, I'm going to prove to myself that I'm capable of greatness. Now, when it comes to these statements, these these whys um, and these like mantra types of things, I'm a big believer 
that you can't bullshit yourself. And so some people recommend that you talk about it in the context of uh, that you've already achieved the thing that you want to achieve and like I am great to or something like that. And to me, my personal opinion um, is that when you talk like that about yourself, about something that you haven't already achieved, you know deep down inside that you're not that person yet. And so I like to get it, be have it put into a context of work in progress. I am becoming or I am going to be. I am building towards. And so you've, you're putting it in that context of I am a work in progress. I'm not there yet, but I'm going to be. And so it's still coming from a positive frame of mind, but it's also like serving the logical side of your brain, which says, well, you actually haven't done anything yet and you can't just say that you're that thing yet. Uh, stop bullshitting yourself. Say it how it is and you're working towards it. Now, if you write that down in your diary on a day-to-day basis, on a daily basis, you're going to start to keep that in the forefront of your mind, especially if it starts at the start of every day. If you see that, if you write it, you're going to start every day with that in your mind. And then from that moment that you write that down, it's going to start to shape the decisions that you make on a day-to-day basis. Do you buy that muffin if you're trying to lose weight? You remember what you're trying to achieve and maybe you don't because you've already had your allocation of what you need. You do get to the gym and you do five minutes of accessory work rather than sitting on your car on Instagram. Why? Because you remember what you're trying to achieve. You're keeping it in the forefront of your mind and you've centered yourself about why you're trying to achieve said thing. So that's a really massive, powerful tool that you can use to make sure that you stick to what you're trying to achieve throughout the pursuit of your journey. But it only works if you keep it in the forefront of your mind. If you do this exercise and then you forget about it, then you're, you haven't wasted your time, but it's going to be nowhere near as effective as what it could be. The next thing is, that you can try <clears throat> is having maybe some visual reminders. So these visual reminders, all we're looking for is a bit of a trigger or a bit of a cue to remind you once again of what you're trying to achieve for yourself. Now, these visual reminders, they can be done in a few different ways, and I'll give you a few different options. Say, for example, you're training towards a uh, competition, a particular competition, and um, your why is it's deeper around wanting to prove to yourself, but you're using a competition, let's say CrossFit Nationals, as your thing that you're working towards as your vehicle to help you achieve what you ultimately want to achieve for yourself. Even just having a picture of, say, the Nationals logo on your fridge or on your bathroom mirror or something like that, we're going to see it on a regular basis, extremely powerful tool. It's not your actual why, but it reminds you and triggers you to be to think about what your why is. Um, the other alternative is to actually have your why. Maybe your motivation is setting an example for your kids or your grandkids or whatever that might be. Having a picture of your grandkids on your fridge or a picture of your grandkids as your screensaver on your phone, that can be a powerful trigger and a powerful why that reminds you why you're making sacrifices on a day-to-day basis, why you're not doing the easy thing, why you're not doing the thing that everybody else is doing, why you're not why you're trying to be more than the status quo. And so having that visual reminder of what your actual why is, super, super powerful. And so The first time when we were trying to qualify for the CrossFit Games, uh, there wasn't anyone in New Zealand who had ever uh, qualified teams to the CrossFit Games in the uh, new generation of CrossFit. And so 
what we didn't really have anyone that we could reference or kind of talk to or anything like that. We didn't really know anyone in the CrossFit community. And so we had to kind of figure out ways to, to motivate ourselves or to get advice and whatever. And so one of the ways that I triggered uh, my whys or reminded myself of what I was trying to achieve was I went and printed off a bunch of pictures of people standing on the semifinals, the, the regionals podium, okay, standing on there. And I printed them up and put them all around our house and they were plastered on uh, the wall, blue tacked to the walls. Um, tacky, I know, but that's what I did. And um, chucked them up on the walls. And so every time I walked in my lounge, uh, I could see this picture of the podium and it reminded me that I wanted to be on that podium, which then triggered my why. Every time I went towards the kitchen, I saw it. Every time I went towards bed, I saw it. It just reminded me of what I was trying to achieve. And so on a daily basis, every single day, I got reminded of what I was trying to achieve and why I was trying to achieve it. And the reason that's important is because life is busy. There's so many things happening in your life that it is so easy to go and do an exercise like this and then be distracted. And then you, you do the exercise and then you go to work and then stress happens and you got to pick the kids up from school or whatever. And so you actually lose focus on what you're trying to achieve. And so by having this uh, these visual reminders, setting your environment up to like kind of trigger you, it's a very, very powerful exercise. And then that coupled with the exercise or developing the habit of using your why on a regular basis, really, really powerful. And in future podcasts, I'm going to talk a little bit further about like how you can make little habits like that stick, like some tactics that you can use. But like a simple, simple one is one that we call habit stacking, which is when you take something that you're already doing and tie in what you want to be doing with it. So for example, if you're trying to get in the habit of keeping your why in the forefront of your mind, which I think is so powerful because if you do this, it's going to mean that every other habit that you try to achieve, it's going to be way more likely to actually follow through with, would be, I'm going to write down my, so this is the formula, um, it's new habit tied to old habit. So new habit plus old habit. So one of my old habits is drinking coffee. And so new habit I want to do is write down my why and drinking coffee in the morning. And so it would be in the morning when I drink my morning coffee, I'm going to write down my why at in the top of my diary. Okay, so we've got the location of where I'm going to do it, what I'm doing, and I'm tying it to something that I'm already doing. And then by doing this task, it's going to make the likelihood of every other thing that I'm trying to achieve in my life more likely to happen because I'm going to take the actions I need to because I'm going to be reminded of why I'm doing it. And the deeper and more powerful you can get with that why, the more likely you are going to be to succeed because you can have such a powerful reason to do the difficult things. If you don't have a powerful enough reason, then the likelihood of you doing it, you might have enough willpower to get through for a while, but that will probably start to die off and uh, you will probably find that you struggle to uh, maintain. So, if you do need help with this exercise, this is something that our coaches are epic at um, taking people through. Um, it can be quite emotional, as I've said, can bring up uh, some, some memories or some unpleasant memories, but those unpleasant memories can be extremely valuable things to keep in the front of your mind because they remind you of a place or a state that you did not enjoy, that you don't want to be in again, and so by kind of using those to your advantage to create positive memories, 
uh, it's a very powerful tool. Um, as humans, we have a tendency to move away from pain or move away from fear uh, rather than moving towards pleasure. And so if you can remember what that pain was that's caused you to think the way that you currently do, it can be a very useful tool. So good luck and uh, let us know how you get on. If you're ready to become a renegade, reach out to us at renegadeperformance.co.nz and start a free 14-day trial to see how we can help you break through your plateaus.